ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. Welcome to Tuesday, straight up and down, 7 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Welcome into the program. A little fog this morning. So, hey, if you're getting out and about, you may want to start a little early. Kind of reduce that speed. Just kind of take your time as you uh, as you get going here today. And, and, and just kind of take it easy. We'll, we'll, we'll learn more about it coming up in a few minutes with our Fox 44 weather forecast. Lots of things to do today. Lots of things to get to. We're glad you're with us. Ward, how are you this morning? Outstanding. Ready to roll? You bet. Man, I don't know. We got a lot to get to. But I'm driving to work this morning, and I'm listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, and the conversations about Sean Payton leaving the Saints organization and joining the Cowboys organization. So, did something happen overnight that I don't know about? <laughs> uh, maybe speculation. I've also seen he's heading to the – Fox radio booth to replace Troy Aikman, who's going to Paramount to be or prime to be with Al Michaels. So who knows? Prime. Yep. Uh, prime videos going to be one of the main players in NFL football coming next year. I did not know that. Yeah. Prime video. Huh? Oh, they, they've got it moving all around. You know, they better leave it alone because right now they've got a pretty good product. And I don't know. I, I what? And I'll ask you. And I wasn't going to, but I, I will now that you've had a chance to reflect. Did, did you like the Sunday? Did you like the Sunday night playoff games? Did you like the Monday night playoff games? Uh, if you're a traditionalist, you don't. No, I mean I wasn't a I wasn't a big fan going into it, but Monday night I was glad it was there. <laughs> you know, so but I don't I don't need you're tired, I don't, tired I don't, of watching reruns of The Office. I yeah. mean. <laughs> I, I don't really need all that to be honest, but I got you. Know, you. No, I, when I'm, Monday night got there, I was like, "Yeah, this is all right." I'm I'm more of a you know, let's play them on the weekends like we always do and leave it alone, and let's let Fox have the NFC games and let's let CBS have the AFC games and I and I know where to go. I'm comfortable with it. You know what I mean? I yeah, know it was, I know where I'm looking for my games. It was very strange to have Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth doing football on a Sunday, Sunday afternoon. Well. How about Tony Romo and, and, and Jim Nance doing an all-NFC matchup from AT&T where you had earlier in the day Troy Aikman complaining that he wasn't doing the game. He wasn't happy at all. No, not at all. Not at all. So, uh, yeah, that, that's uh, we'll, uh, we'll get into that a little bit. But anyway, it uh, should be a good day. Hey, we're going to talk a little MCC High Lassies basketball today. They won again last night. Uh, we'll talk some Big 12 basketball. We'll uh, we'll get into this Sean Payton thing a little bit, maybe. Aaron Rodgers. If you're going to fire Mike McCarthy, wouldn't you have already done it, by the way? I would think so, but, I mean, I. How long has it been? Their season's been over, what, a week? Ten days? Yeah, almost two weeks, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think he's going anywhere. Again, I don't think Jerry Jones wants to admit this quick that he made a huge mistake. Hmm. But he may may surprise me. Well, I don't think he's real happy right now. No, but I mean his offensive coordinator is probably going to stay right where he's at. So why is that? 
I don't. I thought I, everybody wanted him. There's eight jobs open. I don't think the way that he finished off the season, it you know in in that what last almost the last half of the season, but certainly in the last few games, I, I don't think there's many owners out there that think, yeah, this is the guy. I just don't. I, I wouldn't. You know, I'm not a big fan anyway, but. I don't think they're real impressed. Oh, really? With what, I would have never things. known that you're not a big fan of the offensive coordinator. Yeah. But there are a lot who are, and I don't know enough about it to, you know, I mean, I can sit there and tell you, look, most of us, and you have a different insight because you did coach before coming to this profession, uh, but most of us in this profession, at least in my opinion, we don't know how to coach. We don't know X's and O's. We don't know how to draw up plays. Here's what we know. We, we've we been around it probably more than most, so we know what it looks like when it's right, and we know what it looks like when it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's the extent of our coordinator knowledge and our coaching knowledge. I mean, look, I, I know what I know what it looks like when it's, when it's going well, and, and you kind of know why. I mean, you can kind of put the pieces together. Uh, and you kind of know why it's not going well. You can put those pieces together. But if someone says, well, if you know, then go fix it. Well, we couldn't do that. Not in the <laughs> guys in the media. No. You know, uh, the Ward Whites and those kind of guys, the guys that have, you know, spent their career coaching, they can. We can't. I mean, if, <laughs> that's just the way it is. But we can talk about it. We know what it looks like. And, and you know, so that's what we do. Uh, anyway, so – and also, the other thing I heard coming to work, uh-huh. which I thought I was going to drive off into a ditch, is we're already talking about, is Aaron Rodgers coming back to Green Bay? Well, sure. I mean, that's kind of been the narrative before the season. Where's he going? And then I made up, and he's going to stay in Green Bay, which he really had no choice because he was under contract. And Green Bay wasn't going to let him go. So now, you know, where if he wasn't happy then – and he didn't get to the championship game. He's certainly not happy now. So, well, whose fault where does is he that? Land? Oh, I think it it lays in his lap a little bit, doesn't it? Sure, it does. Sure, it does. But and, that's going to be the talk until he signs with Green Bay. Look, and, and you know, in which I don't think he will. And they were talking about that this morning on Keyshawn J. Will and Max heard right here on ESPN Central Texas five to seven every morning. Uh they were talking about that. They were, you know, Aaron Rodgers didn't do this. Aaron Rodgers didn't do that. Well, if, first of all, I agree to a, to an extent, but aren't there ten other players on the football field that have got to execute in order for the quarterback to execute? I mean, I get that the quarterback yeah, and the coach are going to get the blame, yeah, and they're yeah, going to get the, the, the. I get all that, but you know what? If other guys aren't making plays kind of hard for that guy to make a play still comes down on those two i know i get it but my point being that you've it takes 11 working as one not one working as one but that's not how we that's not the narrative anymore that's not how we look at things anymore it's the quarterback it's the coach mm-hmm. what about the left tackle go ask the cowboys uh you know what about the, the running back doesn't he have to make a play i mean doesn't everybody have to work as one it's a unit they call it, I mean, they call it the offensive unit the last time I checked. They don't call it the offensive quarterback, and everybody else just kind of hanging around. But 
I get it. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to draw the big bucks and you're going to be the you're going to be the guy in, uh, at the at the podium every week, then you're going to be the guy that gets scrutinized. You're going to get the mm-hmm. you're, you're like the starting pitcher too. I mean, you're going to get the credit and you're going to get the blame. Yeah, nothing to do with the seven runs that went up on the board in your shutout. But you know, I I, I get it. But man, it sometimes it's frustrating to look around and go. There's other pieces to the puzzle that have to work in order for this unit to be successful. That's true, but it all runs through the quarterback. Well, it starts there. I mean, he touches it every time, but so does the center. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, we want to get right down to it. You're reaching. <laughs> uh, 708, so we'll do that. Hey, also, we're going to continue uh, a little later on this morning. We're going to give you a chance to win a nice gift certificate from Northern Tool and Equipment, $50 gift certificate uh, to the uh, to the new store, Northern Tool and Equipment. Man, that's a great store. And we'll get into that a little bit later on uh, this morning as well. So, a lot of stuff going on. Leon on the CNC Collision Center text line says, Sean Payton are rumors just to give us something to talk about. McCarthy's not going anywhere. Jerry's not going to pay that money. You know, Leon, you're probably right into the last part. Jerry Jones would pay. The money's not the issue with Jerry Jones. Never has been. I mean, he's never been afraid to spend money. He's never been afraid to go out and make more. <laughs> I mean, the money part is not the issue. Now, uh, you know, is is anything going to change? I don't think so. I mean, I think it would already have have done it. Uh, you know, I think that that piece of the puzzle will already have happened. But I know this. They've always been, and I think you'll agree, Ward, that the Cowboys have always kind of kicked themselves for letting Sean Payton get out of here. Oh, I, yeah, there's no doubt. I think that, that that was one of the ones that they wish they could have a do-over on. Yep, the one that got away. But again, look, it's not Super Bowl weekend yet either. And how many times have we seen Jerry Jones want to be on the platform Super Bowl weekend? <laughs> well, that's a good point. That is a great point. I mean, look, he knows how to operate a business. And where are you going to get the most bang for, your, for somebody else's buck when it comes to PR? In and around that that championship. Make the Cowboys relevant Super Bowl weekend. That's the only way they've been relevant Super Bowl weekend. Uh, <laughs> you know, they can't even get the weather right when they host. Uh, seven t- wow. Oh, that was a shot, wasn't it? Wow. 7-10, 10 minutes after 7. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. And anything that we get into today, if you want to chime in, we'd love to hear from you. 254-662-1660 is our CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. Let's get it on the table. Next segment, let's get the Aaron Rodgers thing out there and get it on the table and get it done for us, at least today. Uh, is this? Uh, so my question to you is, is this going to go on for six months? Are we going to go into – Yes. I mean, is he going to be Is he going to be dragging the, 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 the Packers – through the mud in in May, wondering if he's going to be in training camp and what? I mean, how does this thing work this year? Yeah, it, it's going to take a while, I think. Wow! All right, eleven after seven. We'll get into that next. Plus more Sean Payton conversation on our CNC Collision Center text line. We'll do that next, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Right now, let's get a check of the weather forecast. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Dense fog and drizzle for a while today and eventually clearing skies as we hit the afternoon. High temperatures top out at 58 degrees. Clear skies tonight. We drop to 31 and tomorrow mix of sun and clouds. It's going to be cooler with a high near 50. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday, February 3rd, and hear from men's tennis coach Michael Woodson and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. You could save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, but when we just come out and say it, it feels like it falls a bit flat. So we're going to use humor. But we don't want to insult your intelligence, so nothing too goofy. And we need to avoid any polarizing topics. Oh, and it has to be about how you can save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive. You know what? Maybe humor is a bad idea. Yeah, it's never going to work. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome and financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. You'll enjoy one-on-one customer service at the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond. 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco and on Facebook. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include one meat plate with two sides for only $7.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday, and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. Recently on the John Moore Show. John McClain of the Houston Chronicle. As someone who grew up here as a diehard sports fan, especially a football fan, but a Baylor fan, being able to read Dave Campbell and listen to Frank Fallon, who was also a friend of mine through his son Steve, was like reading the Word of God and listening to the voice of God. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 7.15. Welcome back. Tom and Ward, glad to have you with us. Our 7 o'clock hour is brought to you by Good Feet. See what Good Feet can do for you with a uh, free art support fitting at Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. We're inside the Alan Samuel Studios as we roll through this Tuesday morning. And uh, don't forget, coming up this afternoon, busy day for the voice of the Bears, John Morris. He'll have the uh, the show today at 3, and then tonight he's got the broadcast between the Bears and Kansas State. And today on the program, Lon Kruger's going to join J-Mo and 
He's going to talk about the coaches versus cancer advisory, uh, coaches versus cancer game. The uh, he's on the advisory board, and he'll be here at uh, three twenty-five today to talk about that with John Moore. So that'll be good. So there you go. Matt Mosley comes up at four this afternoon. All right, uh, seven sixteen. Another quick note uh, from the uh, CNC Collision Center text line on our. Uh, text line here, 903, uh, Sean Payton to the Cowboys, sure. But this time, instead of paying defensive players to hurt people, can we pay <laughs> offensive linemen to make penalties, to not make penalties? Wow. Boy, we got some, we got some shots going today, don't we? We got some shots. Cowboy fans, passionate. Well, and you know, they're talking about Sean Payton and, and you know, the, the suspension that he had to go through because, I mean, uh, wow, there's some stuff going on today. All right, 716, uh, playoffs, playoffs, yeah, playoffs. We got, uh, we, we got the, uh, and oh, by the way, did you stay up and watch it or not? I mean, you never said, you never really told me whether you stayed up and watched Tech and KU into double overtime. Did not. Wow. Here, here's what I'm going to say. I was working. Were you really? Mm-hmm. At 11 o'clock at night? Yeah. I was doing some stuff to get caught up. All right. 11 o'clock at night, I mean, when I finally got to go to bed, I mean, well, hang on a second. I didn't have to. <laughs> but you thought it but was a good it was, idea. Dad gum, it was much, it was, uh, you know, must-see TV. What a terrific game. What a terrific game. And uh, Kansas holds on and wins. I mean, they've been in two knockdown dragouts in the last 72 hours. Mm -hmm. Saturday against KSU. And then uh, last night, Big Monday. And that thing goes double overtime. And I swear I thought in both overtimes, I thought Tech had the game won. Just didn't happen. KU found a way. Just Obaji, I mean, just what good teams do. Yep, he had thirty-seven last night, career high. I mean, just crazy. And oh, by the way, Williams had thirty-three for Tech. I mean, it was just one of those. And I'm sitting there thinking, if you have no affiliation to a team or to a league, how can you not love watching the Big Twelve? It's a fun league, and again, we've said it all the time. That it's a, it, it's the most competitive and the best league in the country, and last night's just an example of that, isn't it? Oh yeah, and then I was looking, and I look. There's two teams that are projected to be one seeds in the NCAA tournament from the Big Twelve: Kansas and Baylor. Right? Mm-hmm. If Tech would have found a way to win last night. They would have been three and zero against those two teams, and two of the three would have come on the road. Would we have been talking about three teams, or would we have had to move a team? I mean, and I know we're in January, but man, it's fun to talk about. Yeah, I don't. I think it would be difficult for one league to get three number one seeds. I just do. I don't know that they would do that, but I mean, it, would it be deserving? Absolutely. Right now, they have seven teams projected into the tournament. Just a couple of days ago, I think it was eight. Uh, you got one that's not eligible. Uh, so, you know, the depth of this league and, you know, like Scott says, uh, Scott Drew, 
You're in an NCAA tournament game every night you go on the floor. And that's just the way it is. So get through this thing, and you should be pretty well prepared. You'll see I've seen pretty much everything going into the uh, going into the uh, the tournament. But, I, I, no, it was, man, alive. And you want to you talk about fans that know what they're doing? KU's fans know exactly. Oh. I mean, they don't have to be – they don't have to be encouraged. They, there's nothing. That is a basketball crowd inside Allen Fieldhouse. There's no doubt. It's one of the best atmospheres in, in college basketball. And, and the reason why is the fans, the, the way that they do their part in every single game they're involved in. It's just it's unbelievable how it loud is. it is in there. It is. All right. You got this weekend Cincinnati and Kansas City. That's uh, that's the early game, and I say early two o'clock. And then San Francisco and the Rams at five thirty. That's the late game. Uh, are you sticking with your guns right now? This is Tuesday. We're getting to the update. We're getting mm-hmm. the Ward White's update. You're going yes. Cincinnati and San Francisco, right? No. no, Kansas City and San Francisco. Yes, and I'm going Kansas City and Los Angeles. I'm going all right side of the bracket. KCLA. So there you go. All right, uh, meeting with the media. Uh, Matt LaFleur says he wants Aaron Rodgers back in Green Bay. Sure he does. Uh, after a 13-10 loss to the 49ers. Says the, uh, says the entire front office does too. From team president Mark Murphy, general manager Brian Gutekunst, and director of football operations Russ Ball. They all want him back. They mm-hmm. all want him back. Here's... Matt LaFleur meeting with the media, uh, talking to the media yesterday. I sat down and talked to Aaron today for quite some time. You know, I think we're all a little numb to the situation right now. And so I would say that what we talked about, I'm definitely going to keep between himself and or him and myself but we're hopeful that he'll be back next year obviously I mean this guy has done so much for such a long period of time for this organization for this city for this team and so uh, you know I want to be respectful of his process whatever he needs to go through to to make the best decision for himself and certainly uh, we we would love for him to be a Packer and be a Packer until the day he he decides to retire What's the decision? Isn't he under contract? Yes, through 2022. So what's the decision? Do I, I do I hold out again? Do I retire? Maybe. I mean, I, I you know, if a guy wants out bad enough, I guess he just either says either you trade me or I don't play, which. How'd that work out last year? Didn't work out very well okay, for him. That's why I'm just curious. I mean, I, I think we've seen this movie, I guess is my point. Yeah, I don't I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is. I mean, it was obvious that he wanted out and he flirted with, you know, all kinds of things out there, Jeopardy and everything else. So I I I would assume that it's probably gonna be, you know, part two of the Aaron Rodgers saga, but I don't know how that unfolds. I mean, if you're Green Bay, do you do you let a guy like Aaron Rodgers just dictate 
what you're going to do and what are you trading for? If I mean, if he wants to trade and, and you're convinced that, okay, this is just not going to work, we've got we've to move on. One, what are you going to trade him for? And two, who do you go to? It's got to be equitable, doesn't it? I, I, I would think. Or rather close. I mean, I don't know. And, and what, what else can the Packer organization do to appease Aaron Rodgers? Have they not basically begged the man to play football for them over the last 18 months, 19 months, whatever the case may be. What I don't know the number, but I mean, it's been over a year that this, you know, that this just goes on and on. And I mean, ha, what everybody to the to that has any influence on that organization whatsoever has gone to a podium and got in front of a microphone that will that somebody will turn on for them to tell them how much they love Aaron Rodgers and his, you know, one championship in 17 seasons. Now, look, part of this could be just speculation, too, because we haven't heard from Aaron Rodgers saying that he's out of here. Well, you just heard Matt LaFleur say that he just spoke at length with him and that he was going to respect his time to make decisions. So there's conversation again. And, yeah, and but I mean, just simply be Aaron Rodgers wanting attention. He's a weird dude, man. He's a weird cat. I don't I, know. It, it. it I, I think he's back in Green Bay now. So do I. So do I. We, but that's all. You, everywhere you turn, Aaron Rodgers, what's he going to do? And now the conversation is, you know, in, in at least Tom Brady's like, hey, you know what? I got to do what's right for me, my family, my kids. Blah, blah. You know, he's had a heck of a long career, nice career. Uh, Tom but, Brady back? Well, that's the question. So, Oh, he is. Do you think so? Yeah. Who makes the decision first, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? That's a great one. Who do we who who goes to the who goes to the microphone and go? Yeah, I think I'm going to give it one more go here. I don't know, but I don't think we'll know on either one of them until probably this summer. But I don't think you're going to see the circus in town with Tom Brady like you do with Aaron Rodgers. No, he's either going to say, "Hey, I'm going to go one more year," or I'm not. This is it. Yeah, it's just that's just not how he does things. All right, uh, seven twenty-six. We're twenty-six after seven. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up, and we did have a question on the CNC Collision Center text line about the health of a couple of Baylor basketball players. Uh, Scott Drew did meet with the media yesterday, and he uh, he basically said the same thing he's been saying for the last few weeks. It's day to day with both. Uh, Akinjo and uh, Sohan. So we'll see. I mean, Akinjo played, you know, what, 30 minutes against Oklahoma? Uh, didn't score but one bucket, but that bucket was a big one. And when he went to the basket, he landed on that tailbone again and re injured himself and had to come out of the game. So what is his availability tonight? I think it's a game time deal. And same thing with Sohan. I mean, uh, he, he appears to be getting closer when you see him walking around, but. You know, Ward, with an ankle, the ankle's going to heal when the ankle heals. It's just that simple. So we'll find out. Uh, 727, this is game time here 
on ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. If you're paying too much for health insurance for yourself and your employees, and you probably are, listen closely to this message. Our agency, in addition to representing all the major medical companies, we have an exclusive contract with one of our carriers that no other agent has in the entire country. Hurley Benefit Services President Michael Hurley. Our plans encourage educated consumption of health care. And as a result, we've been able to save employees and employers thousands of dollars. I have a local company here with a little over 100 employees, and we're able to save them in the last 12 months over $100,000 in premium dollars. This is indeed fact. It's worth 10 minutes of your time to talk to Hurley Benefit Services to learn how you can save thousands on health insurance costs. Set a no-cost, no-obligation appointment with Hurley Benefit Services to find out more. Hurley Benefit Services is locally owned, and they're online at HurleyBenefitServices.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y BenefitServices.com. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. Are you 45 years of age or older? Have a family history of type 2 diabetes? Overweight? You may be at risk for pre-diabetes. The new Health 360 program can help you make healthy lifestyle changes and prevent type 2 diabetes. Join us on January 25th at 1 p.m. or January 27th at 6 p.m. for our virtual interest meeting. To register, please call 254-750-5435. That's 254-750-5435. Say goodbye to your old car and hello to your new Ford from Apple's Ford Ford. Bring in the new year with 0% APR financing on a new 2021 or 2022 Ford F-150. Yes, you can still get 0% financing, but only for a limited time. New shipments are rolling in, so come in today or shop online to get your new Ford F-Series. Explorers, Escapes, and all back with our lifetime warranty at no extra cost. Apple's Ford Ford, only 20 minutes east of Waco on Highway 6 in Marlin online at applesportford.com. Financing with the credit ESPN radio sports center I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas sports update Baylor is up a spot to fourth in this week's AP college basketball poll Auburn moves into the number one spot followed by Gonzaga and Arizona with Kansas at number five the Baylor men host Kansas State tonight for a seven o'clock tip-off you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas Vic Vitale will not return to ESPN broadcast the rest of the season. He is under doctor's orders to rest his vocal cords ahead of surgery to treat dysplasia and ulcerated lesions. 
Representatives for baseball players and owners met for more than two hours yesterday trying to find common ground in a new collective bargaining agreement. Talks are expected to continue later this week. The Baseball Writers Association reveals its Hall of Fame votes tonight. Alex Rodriguez is on the ballot for the first time, while Barry Bonds and Roger Clements appear on the ballot for the last time. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 731. Again, a little fog and kind of yucky out this morning, but it's all right. It's Tuesday. Drive carefully on your way to work. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Don't forget, coming up tonight, we got hoops in the Ferrell Center. It's the Bears and the Wildcats of Kansas State. 630 for the pregame. Uh, just after 7 o'clock for the tip, John Morris and Pat Nully with the call here on ESPN Central Texas. And we're joined now from the uh, Kansas State Radio Network by Matt Walters. Matt, you were in the building Saturday when Kansas State hosted Kansas. In that first 20 minutes, what was the atmosphere like in that building? Bonkers. Um, it's K-State and KU, and that's, you know, it's as we say, it's our rivalry. Uh, Kansas State did very little wrong. Uh, Nigel Pack was just off the charts, crazy. I mean, everything he put up went in. K-State defended at, a, at an incredibly high level. And after 20 minutes, um, the, the first thing I thought was, there's 20 more minutes, and it's KU. And the second half was was a different story for the Wildcats. In Matt, it looked like just watching it on television, and you can't get a feel for it, but just watching it, it looked like Kansas was like, you know, been here, done that. I mean, it, they, they did not look rattled when the second half began. Well, I think that is uh, – I think that's accurate to a point. And when, when you have dominated a series – the way KU has it, KU, let's be honest, I mean, KU's dominated most series around the Big 12. Um, they have that tendency. You know, you have to take it from Kansas. Kansas is not going to give it to you. You can go back about mm, 10, 11 hours, and the proof is in the pudding. Texas Tech was down, you know, double figures. They came back and had opportunities to take it from Kansas, and they didn't get it done, especially when you're in Lawrence. When you're in Allen Fieldhouse, you know, it's it's not going to come easily. KU's not going to, you know, 99 times out of 100, they're not going to let you have that chance to to win the ball game. And, you know, Texas Tech doesn't get out of there with a win last night. They lose the double overtime. You have to literally beat Kansas uh, in case they didn't get that done now. You know, there's there's a lot of things, uh, Tom, that I think played into that second half. Um, and, and Kansas State again didn't go take it from KU. There were there were two whistles within 30 seconds, both against K State, and I think that kind of knocked K State off kilter a little bit. K State didn't defend at the level that they did in the first half. Um, KU defended at a much higher level, I thought, in the second half, and then there was not a foul called on KU in the last 10.07 of the ballgame. So 
you mix all that together, and it was the recipe for KU to come from 17 down and win that ball game. Matt, what's the strength of this Kansas State basketball team right now? Uh, I would say defense and, and Nigel Pack. I mean, Nigel's an all-league kind of guy, an all-conference kind of guy, but K-State um, defends at a very high level typically. I know you know, Bill Self had talked about that last week. Uh, I think K-State is better offensively all the way around, but you know, they'll get up in you, and, and Baylor's a team that, you know, K-State's going to have to work like the Dickens uh, to slow down. They're just, I mean, they're so incredibly talented, and, uh, you know, K, uh, K-State of late has played with a a smaller lineup. It has helped them defensively, but it's hurt them on the boards in some regards. Uh, K-State got worked badly on the boards against KU on Saturday, but I would say that's, you know, that's K-State's calling card right now. They're going to have to play lights out defense tonight in Waco. Take us back. Uh, So, obviously, there's been some injuries with this team, but they had won two in a row in an eyelash, as you pointed out, away from winning three three in a row. Has it been that they're healthy now and, and they're just playing better basketball? Yeah, I think completely because, you know, they dealt with COVID. Um you know they 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 lost at Oklahoma on New Year's Day and were were down uh, players and coaches. Texas was here uh, in Manhattan on January fourth. Casey, I think, had seven players. If it wasn't seven, it was eight available. That game led at halftime. It got away in the second half. Uh, went to West Virginia again. Limited uh, one of the assistants, the acting head coach, because Bruce Weber was out led by 17 in the first half and wound up losing by three. Uh, and then TCU, K-State let one get away in the last minute uh, against the Horn Frogs. And they've, they've kind of turned the corner against these ranked opponents. And that's, you know, that's part of why Saturday hurt because K-State would have won three straight games against the ranked opponent. And, um, you know, you're, then you're talking about the stretch of four games. You know, maybe you, maybe you do get all four, maybe you go three and one. That's still pretty healthy and it builds your resume. Matt, you're doing the uh, game plan tonight for K-State. For the Wildcats, they have to do what to walk out of the Farrell Center with the W tonight? they got to do most everything right again. I mean, they have to have uh, they have to have a first half, you know, and, and at least a chunk of a second half, um, you know, like they did against Kansas. They've got to play uh, really good basketball. I think they want to keep the tempo down. Um I think K State's pretty good running with the basketball, but I think they need to they need to keep the tempo down. K State's not great in the half court, but uh, Nigel Pack's got to be huge. Uh, Mark Smith, who did not have a good game against KU's, got to step up. Um, he's the transfer from Missouri that's really had a pretty good year, and you know uh, Baylor's just got so many weapons, and you know I just I think K State's got to be on its A game defensively. This thing. You know, if this thing tonight gets into the the uh, mid seventies, I think it definitely swings to Baylor's favor. But you know, Kansas State is—I think Kansas State's proof that the Big Twelve is as good top to bottom as it has been. There's just there's so much parity in this conference, guys. Speaking of parity, let's switch over and talk just uh, briefly here about the uh, the women's side. There are five teams, Matt, with two losses in this league at the top. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's parity. Exactly, and you've got, you know, you've got Baylor, who's typically been the one at the top, who's come back to the pack a little bit now. 
you know, they, they whacked Iowa State over the weekend. Iowa State's had some health issues they've been dealing with. Uh, you know, K-State's women, um, they're one of those teams with two losses. They they got thumped at Texas Tech, which has only won a couple of Big 12 games. But uh, K-State, you know, has the ability really to, to beat anybody any night because they've got the, they've got the best big in my opinion in the country. I mean, what Aoka Lee did on Sunday against Oklahoma was just off the charts, scoring 61. She could have had 75 if she wanted. Um, but I think, you know, I think there's on the women's side, Tom. There's always there's always those games where one of the the, the teams near the top lose that they shouldn't, and, and that's why I think you're going to continue to see this. The rest of the way, you know, I think Iowa State's going to be right there at the end. Um, you know, I'll tell you, even KU is not going to win the conference, but KU is so vastly improved, it's not even funny. But um, it's going to be fun to watch. And, you know, if somebody has one of those key injuries, then, uh, you know, it could be, it could really be devastating. But it's going to be a fun race for the next month and a half. Matt, my friend, as always, it is a pleasure. We do appreciate your time. On uh, on this Nothing Tuesday like, morning, have a great day. Nothing like hearing the, the the pearly tones of you guys, and also a little uh, ESPN Central Texas update with the one and only Lark Smith. It's a great way to get the day started. I <laughs> talk to you soon, Matt. Thanks. Have a great you, day. Have a great one. Oh my goodness, Matt does a lot of the uh, K State baseball broadcasts, so we got to know him pretty well over the years. It's at uh, seven forty. We're twenty away from eight o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're glad you're with us on a Tuesday morning. I want to tell you about a, a fundraiser that is coming up. Uh, the fundraiser is for Michael Hutchinson, a uh, McLennan County, longtime McLennan County uh, law enforcement uh, veteran. And the uh, Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, along with other community partners, are going to be holding a big benefit to assist uh, uh, Michael Hutchinson with his medical expenses. The benefit is going to take place on Saturday, March the 19th. It'll be at 6 p.m. at the uh, the base at Extraco Event Center. There are sponsorships available if, if you'd like more information. And we're going to be giving you details as the thing gets closer and closer uh, on tickets and things of that nature. But if if you're if you uh, would be interested in a sponsorship for this event, uh, you can contact Michael Graham. That's Michael Graham at 855-9350-254, 855-9350, or Team Hutch. 2022 at gmail.com team.hutch2022 at gmail.com you can contact them and uh, they can give you all the details on how you can become a sponsor of the uh, fundraiser for Michael Hutchinson and again it's coming up Saturday March the 29th at 6 p.m. at the Extra Cool Event Center recently on the John Moore Show the great Tony Caridi, the voice of the Mountaineers. This doesn't translate well on radio, but I texted you a picture. What's, what's your first thought when you see uh, that man with me in that picture? I thought, it, I said, like, it looked like someone took Bob Huggins' head and put it onto a different person's <laughs> body with a Baylor warm-up. That's, That's right. That's or, right. And I know all of Huggs's brothers, and I said, it looks like one of Huggs's brothers. And actually, this guy looks more like Huggs' brother than Huggs' brothers. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, that is Henry Witt Jr. He runs Affiliated Auto Glass. It's on the circle here in Waco. And he is maybe not the spitting image of Bob Huggins, but but like he could be his brother. I mean, it could absolutely be his brother. 
The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, February 6th and Sunday, February 7th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. Variety at the show is extensive, and oftentimes if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show. More than just guns, you'll find ammo, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, February 5th, 9 to 5, February 6th, from noon to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Aries Building Systems in Troy, a manufacturer of modular buildings, is now hiring for the following positions. Electricians, plumbers, carpenters, framers, painters, junior buyer, forklift material handlers, and purchasing manager. Aries Buildings has full-time positions, great benefits, and a backlog of work. To apply, stop by 1919 Mueller in Troy or email aharris at ariesbuildings.com. Aries Building Systems in Troy. Don't wait. Apply today. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Baylor is up a spot to fourth in this week's AP College Basketball Poll. Auburn moves into the number one spot, followed by Gonzaga and Arizona with Kansas at number five. The Baylor men host Kansas State tonight for a 7 o'clock tip-off. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Vic Vitale will not return to ESPN broadcast the rest of the season. He is under doctor's orders to rest his vocal cords ahead of surgery to treat dysplasia and ulcerated lesions. Representatives for baseball players and owners met for more than two hours yesterday trying to find common ground on a new collective bargaining agreement. Talks are expected to continue later this week. The Baseball Writers Association reveals its Hall of Fame votes tonight. Alex Rodriguez is on the ballot for the first time, while Barry Bonds and Roger Clements appear on the ballot for the last time. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 746. Be safe on your way to work this morning or to school or both. 14 away from me. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us here on a Tuesday morning. Uh, basketball, there's a couple of games. Again, last night, Ward, I mean, I, I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know how you describe it, but other than that was just a – that was, you know, we talked about maybe some of the playoff games not being Picasso's. That was a Picasso last night. That was a terrific well-played, hard-fought basketball game that KU won and uh, moves to 6-1 uh, and one in the conference. Uh, tonight, a couple of games in the Big 12. Texas is up in Fort Worth. That's an 8 o'clock tip. And then uh, Kansas State is here in Waco to take on 
the uh, the Baylor Bears. And again, that is a six thirty broadcast for the pregame at a seven o'clock tip. Meeting with the media yesterday, Scott Drew talked a little bit about this Kansas State basketball team. Well, I think first and foremost, uh, uh, the league is so tough. Um, if you're not healthy, it really makes it hard. And everybody's banged up. Uh, but, I mean, Kansas State's had everybody together the last three games, and they beat Texas, they beat Texas Tech, and they could have very easily beaten Kansas. So I think everybody realizes when they're all together um, just how, how good they are. And uh, they got a lot of uh, – they got some returning players that, that help give the stability, and they've gotten better and improved. But then uh, the players they've added – um, bring them not only uh, uh, talent but experience as they're older guys. And um, one's a transfer from Missouri and Illinois, and another's a transfer from Wake Forest, another from Arkansas Little Rock. So they, they're not bringing them in freshmen that got to have growing pains and, and learn what it's like to be in college. I, I just started laughing when he started rattling off, well, they beat this when they beat that. That's the, he's talking about the last place team in the league, Ward. Going in and in in winning some games and, and nearly winning three in a row in in this league, and again we're talking seven teams right now, maybe eight. The there's one team that can't go. I mean that's 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 the parity of this league, and they're two and five. It's a good league, there's no doubt, and I think you know Scott and Drew said it, any night that you go on the floor. You've got to be prepared in the Big 12 because I I believe that it doesn't matter who it is. You, you can look at KU, you can look at TCU if you want, but I, I think they have an ability to, to beat you, and especially in their house. If they have, you know, if you don't come in ready to, to, to uh, play each and every night you take the floor, it could be a long night for you. I'm just looking at people's road record in the Big 12. Kansas at three and one, Baylor's at four and zero, oh, but everybody else, it's it's not pretty. I mean, it, it, and that's because it's so stinking tough. Tech is one and two. Well, TCU's two and one, but Texas is one and two. Oklahoma State is one and three. West Virginia, Oklahoma, Iowa State, all zero oh and three. They've yet to win on the road, and Kansas State is one and two in the conference away from their home gym. That's what makes Baylor's four and zero oh so so stinking remarkable. Uh, that they're four and zero away from the road uh, on the road. So you look at the two losses for Baylor, both of those being at home. That's just <laughs> scratch almost, your head. Yeah, you can't. You think, wait, somebody's got this stat wrong here, but that's that's the way it is in the Big Twelve. Yeah, and you know what? They had some injuries. They were trying to figure out rotation, trying to figure out who's going to do what. But hey, in this league, there's nobody going to feel sorry for you. Nobody's going to. Oh well, let's let them get well, and then we'll play. It, that's not. <laughs> it is. Let's go. I mean, and that's kind of how this league is. And as he mentioned, uh, you know, they were as Scott Drew mentioned, and as Matt Walters was with us earlier mentioned, just to, you know where this team was. Matt Matt made a great point. They were an eyelash away if they would have found a way to hang on and beat Kansas. They were an eyelash away from three consecutive top twenty-five victories out of the tenth spot in the league. I mean, it doesn't compute, you know, but that's exactly what they were staring at. And so the one question I forgot to ask, Matt, and, and but I, I will be curious to see how this team responds, this team being Kansas State, how they respond, Ward, in the first five minutes of this game. 
I, well, I don't think it'll be hard for them. They're playing the number four team in the nation. So, I mean, there's there's your motivation right there. Yeah, it is. But getting off the mat after losing Saturday, but having a 16-point lead against your greatest rival, your biggest rival, may not be Kansas' biggest rival, you know, but it's certainly Kansas State's biggest rival. Get They, they had a 16-point lead and did at home and did not come out of there with a victory and now you got to get on an airplane and go play in Waco. Do you respond positively with hey this is another great opportunity or as you point out all the time don't let you know one equal two. And that's what I think you got to watch for. You have to. I mean, you have to have short-term memory, especially in this league. If you don't, it it could snowball on you in a hurry. So, having that short-term memory will certainly uh, behoove you if you're playing in the Big 12 because you've got to, you know, wad one up and throw it in the trash cans. It's just like you, know, you talk about them against Kansas. Mm-hmm. You know, Texas Tech's got another game this week, a double overtime in Kansas. Does that hangover sit on top of them? You know, could Baylor let those back-to-back wins be a hangover for them? You, you've got to find a way to fight through that and have that short-term memory because if you don't, if you come out starting slow in this league, you're not going to do anything. Because other teams are not going to let you. As we mentioned, the other game in the league, and I, I think I think this has a chance to be a knockdown dragout, and that's Texas up in Fort Worth to take on TCU. Uh, even in TCU's losses, they've been just good enough to get beat, and then the, you know they go on the road the other day and get a nice win uh, at Iowa State. And you know, and as we mentioned, Texas is at four and three. Over uh, overall in the league, fourteen and five for the season, but uh, they're one and two in the conference, and they're going to be in Fort Worth tonight. And you know, TCU is going to pack the house, and it's going to be a raucous crowd. And you know, how how does how does this one unfold? I mean, I think this has the makings to be another terrific game in the league. Should be. I mean, you know, it's it's another Big Twelve game, right? So it it definitely has the opportunity to be a, a very good basketball game. It's going to be interesting to see how Chris Beard can get this Texas team going the way everyone thought that Chris Beard would get this Texas team going because there was high expectations in Austin when he made the move from Lubbock to to go to Austin uh, and, and take over this Texas program who felt like they were on the cusp of being a, a team that should have, well, they underachieved with the coaching staff that they had. So they went and got the guy they wanted. This was this was the guy that they wanted to make the difference in taking that next step in the UT basketball program. Now, has he done it so far? No. Do you have to give him time? Probably. But, I mean, you know, look, are, are we a patient society that we're going to give him time? You think they're disappointed where they're sitting right now? I, you know, I, I think so, probably because expectations were probably too high. So he, he's got to be able to go into Fort Worth tonight and come away with a convincing win, or UT fans are not going to be happy with, with the results that they're seeing right now. I mean, that's that's one that they do not want to lose against. Kind of the same feel maybe they had with, with football about midway through the season? Yeah, absolutely, I think. I mean, the, the expectations were there. The, the start and, was there. And maybe unjustified yeah. too, right? Well, sure it was. I mean, you know, why are you making changes? I mean, if you don't have some issues. 
Although I will say this, the previous guy's last game was a win, wasn't it, in the Alamo Bowl? I'm just trying to remember off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks. Uh, 7.55, five away from eight. Again, we mentioned this earlier, but uh, Northern Tool and Equipment, we uh, welcome them to the program. They're, uh, they're at 2339 South New Road right here in Waco. And, man, you will find the right tool for any job, whether it's a Milwaukee, a Honda, Lincoln, whatever the case may be. They've got over 100,000 tools, and it's time to put every tool in its place. Quality tools for serious work. Shop this week during the inventory reduction sale and save up to 50% off of heaters, moving carts, dollies, batteries, hand tools, and much, much more. So very nice. Uh, Tell you what let's do. Let's see if we can't give away a $50 gift certificate to Northern Tool and Equipment. Here's the question, and we're going to do it by phone, by the way. Let's do the phones. 254-662-1660 is the phone number, but uh, don't call until we fire the question. And here is the question. Uh, Let me see. I had one picked out here. Uh, Let's see. We're going to go here. What portable power tool is used to make round holes through wood or metal? Is it A, a grinder, B, a drill, C, a saw? C, a saw. Get it? Uh, A, a grinder, B, a drill, C, a saw. Uh, 254-662-1660. First credit call, you're going to win a $50 gift certificate from our friends at Northern Tool and Equipment. 254-662-1660 is the phone number. It is 756 right now. It is time to get a Baylor update. We welcome in the voice of the Bears, John Morse. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody's number check Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor basketball up to number four in the nation this week. On the floor in the Farrell Center tonight, hosting Kansas State. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has protected fellow Texans with auto, home, health, and life insurance since 1952. With more than 260,000 square miles of land and 27 million people, that's a lot to cover. Whether you're wrangling cattle or wrangling kids, we're proud to protect Texans in all Texan ways of life. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to get insurance for Texans by Texans. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. The Baylor Bookstore on campus is your go-to location for the absolute latest in Baylor Nike gear. Shop in person or online at baylorshop.com. 
Want to be a part of all things Baylor Athletics? Join the Baylor Cub Club presented by Green Eye Associates today. Free registration for the 2021-22 season is available now for kids 8th grade and under. Members receive discounted admission to select Baylor Athletics events and other great promotional items. Register at BaylorCubClub.com or email fan underscore engagement at Baylor.edu for additional information. Show off your Baylor pride and become a Cub Club member today. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor basketball up to number four in the nation in the AP poll this week. On the floor in the Farrell Center tonight, hosting the Kansas State Wildcats. The Bears come in at 17-2 and two on the year. They're 5-2 and two in Big 12 conference play. Kansas State is 10-8. and eight. They're 2-5 and five in the league, but led Kansas by 16 at halftime on Saturday before falling to the Jayhawks, 78-75 the final. Here's Baylor coach Scott Drew on the challenge of Kansas State tonight. Well, I think first and foremost, uh, uh, the league is so tough. Um, if you're not healthy, it really makes it hard. And everybody's banged up. Uh, but, I mean, Kansas State's had everybody together the last three games, and they beat Texas, they beat Texas Tech, and they could have very easily beaten Kansas. So I think everybody realizes when they're all together um, just how, how good they are. And uh, they got a lot of uh, – they got some returning players that, that help give the stability, and they've gotten better and improved. But then uh, the players they've added – um, bring them not only uh, uh, talent but experiences. They're older guys, and um, one's a transfer from Missouri and Illinois, and another's a transfer from Wake Forest, another from Arkansas Little Rock. So they, they're not bringing them in freshmen that gotta have growing pains and, and learn what it's like to be in college. Scott Drew and the now fourth-ranked Bears hosting Kansas State this evening. We're on the air at 6.30, tip-off at 7 here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And we'll talk to you tonight from the Farrell Center and have more tomorrow on our next Baylor Sports Beat. I'm John Morris. Baylor women's basketball all season long with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women headed to Lubbock. They'll play the Texas Tech Lady Raiders on Wednesday. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday for Baylor Tech. Baylor Big 12 women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I need a partner I can count on. That's Genco and me. Genco is my credit union. They're always there for me. They're people I trust. They treat me like family. My money, my future, my credit union. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Couple of minutes after 8 o'clock. Welcome back. This is game time. Tom Ward, you, 
Welcome into a Tuesday morning edition of the program. We're glad you're with us. Brought to you by Versalift Southwest, where you can elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest. Now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. You can drop by 7601 Imperial Drive to apply for those jobs. We're inside the uh, Alan Samuels Studios, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business. All right, Ward, we're going to make a, we're going to do a 180 here, and man, we're going to talk some Major League Baseball for just a few minutes. I want to get your thoughts on a couple of things. Number one, MLB, MLB and the MLB Players Association met uh, again, and, uh, and they're going to meet again today after a bargaining session that led to some progress yesterday. Are you encouraged? No. Why? Just I. I, I think they're so far apart that I, I. I do think that the season will get started on time. I still stand by that. I said it a long time ago, but I don't think spring training gets underway. I don't know how you can start the season on time if you don't get your pitchers ready. I mean. If they don't get to camp and get themselves ready, are are they going to are they risking injury? Could be. I don't know. Uh, here, here's my here's why I am a little bit encouraged. They met yesterday, and they're going to go ahead and meet today. So obviously, they feel like they got some unfinished business today that they didn't get you know quite accomplished yesterday. It, you know, at least they didn't walk out of the room going see you in a couple of weeks. I mean, that was the only thing that, you know, kind of gave me a little green flag is that, hey, we're doing this again. And could could it be that they all realize, and I mean all, everybody involved, management, uh, players, associate, everybody involved, that, hey, we can't do this again. We're not in a position to basically hold our fans hostage. From the game, the last time we did it, cost us dearly. Well, it's cost and it still cost them. I mean, they're I agree. they're the third favorite sport in, in in major sports out there right now, and that didn't used to be the case. Are they behind the NBA? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Well, and you've seen it before in October. You've seen a regular season football game draw a better rating. Than a World Series baseball game, unbelievable, and it is my mind boggling. Not for me, I'm you know, but you know, but again, it's almost gotten to a point. Just I'm going way off the reservation here with 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 what I'm talking about, but uh, it's almost like they price me out of the game where I don't. You know, it, it's just you know, I can't go to as many games as I once went to and. No, it's almost a vacation destination now. If you want to take a family of four or five or six to a to a baseball game, mm-hmm. I mean you've you've got to sock it away for a little bit when it comes to parking, seats, concessions. It you know kids are going to want a souvenir of some sort. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. I mean you you better you better have a gold card <laughs> or or this things. It's uh, seriously, I mean because it can they get out of hand it, in a hurry, and, and they don't take cash. <laughs> That's the other one. Remember when you could not charge anything? Now you can't pay cash. You can't pay cash when you go to a ball game. It's, it's crazy. All right. Other thing I wanted to ask you about and get your thoughts on it. And you can join us too on our CNC Collision Center text line. 
Uh, let's, let's, let's go here real quick. Uh, I think I, I can't read those numbers, but we'll, we'll try to get to, the, to some numbers here in just a minute. But, uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is the hall of fame ballot. T- 10th and final go around for Kurt Schilling, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, and I believe even Sammy Sosa. Now I'm going to tell you right now, Sammy Sosa is not making it. We don't need that. But is if you're if if I handed you a ballot, are you yes to Schilling? Are you yes to Bonds? Are you yes to Roger Clemens? One of the three? All of the three? I mean, what's all three? Are you really? Yeah. You have no issue with nope, none whatsoever. Really? So it's okay? Yeah. You're hang on back this train up. You're telling me it's okay if you know for a fact that they had enhancing drugs to enhance their performance. Who didn't? Well, I get it, and I think you're seeing the result of it from us crusty old people. Uh, you're the only crusty old guy I know that's, that's not on, on board with this. I'm not. I'm absolutely not. Well, and here's, here's where I, I seriously go with this. What kind of career would Barry Bonds have had if he hadn't? Would we'll he, never know. I mean, I don't know. Look, I get that that doesn't allow you to hit the ball. I mean, that's about hand-eye coordination and the gift of God. However, sure gives it, you more power. it makes you hit it further. Instead of let those balls landing on the track, they're out in – they're out in the uh, the Pacific Ocean, aren't they? And, and that's that's my whole deal. You know, he was a terrific ball player in Pittsburgh, wasn't he? He was pretty good, yeah. It wasn't he an MVP caliber type player. Mm-hmm. San Francisco wanted him, wanted him bad. Paying the big bucks. And was it? I mean, could have that been the career without? I don't know. I don't know. That that's that's my only deal. Seriously, and, and you're right. I, I think. There's a lot of the guy, and I'm not going to say all because I, you know obviously oh, they, obviously they weren't saying. all, but I mean it was that was the times it, you were keeping up with the Joneses and, if you weren't. And Major League Baseball turned its head because sure they needed the popularity. Because why? Because of the work stoppage and all the other stuff. Absolutely. I I, I get all of that big circle, and, and it's but you know this is not Major League Baseball keeping them out of the Hall of Fame. This is the Baseball Writers Association, so uh, they, they they've taken a little higher road, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but man, alive is uh, and that and look, let's let's. How be, much more popular would baseball be right now if balls were flying out of the ballpark like they were then? Yeah, I get that, I get that, but uh, and I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying, I mean it it kind of it kind of helped save baseball at the time, especially the McGuire Sosa deal. Mm-hmm. Well, and then you got Pete Rose. I mean, Leon brings up Pete Rose. On the CNC Collision Center text Which line. Which is ridiculous, in, well, in my opinion. And here's what I've said about that. If you want to say Pete Rose cannot be in the Hall of Fame as a manager because he because he bet on baseball, fine. But don't say that Pete Rose can't nothing be baseball to do with as a his, player. Yeah, it has nothing to do with his playing career. And if you want to put a plaque up that says Pete Rose is a member of the Baseball Hall of Fame as a player only, not – I mean, I, look, I'm fine with that because – I can distinguish between his playing career and his managing career. I think you're smart enough, too, and I think most anybody that, that knows anything about Pete Rose knows that you can, you know, that he was a terrific player, unbelievable player, 
you know, probably crossed the line on the managing thing with with the, but you know, with the gambling. So I, 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 I could I could see Pete Rose in as a as a player, but not as a manager. I don't know. Could you? Oh yeah, I I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. That's my opinion. But I, you know. Oh, you're letting them all in. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. Look, was he, you know, was he one of the best that ever played the game? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Not even a question mark uh, about it, yeah, is there? It doesn't take long to answer that one, does it? It's it's yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it's that simple. It is that simple. Uh, but. You know, and and I can't tell I can't tell you why why he can't be in the Hall of Fame other than the Baseball Writers Association of America says no. I mean that's and that's it. That's 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 the end of the conversation, I guess. Uh, but good gracious, we all know. But I, I mean, so in your opinion, should they? W- would you like to see? You, you mentioned it was an era of players that. Look, either you took steroids or you know, you know, or whatever the case may. You knew you got next to you in your locker was, you know. Well, I mean, it was it, it was, was part of the culture. It was keeping up with the Joneses, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely, it was. If you're going to hit 35 home runs, I got to hit 35 home mm-hmm. runs, or I'm not going to get paid. Or that's right, I'm going to find myself working at the, you know, in out, out you know, selling popcorn in, in Cracker Jacks instead of playing inside the park. I'm going to be walking around the park. Uh, so I, I don't know. Uh, should there be a separate era that's wing what I was in going, the Hall of Fame for that? That's what I was going to ask you. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I mean, it was part of the game. It, it was. It was. I mean, you know, and look, I, I, don't, I don't know if you've seen the movie The Black Sox and all that stuff. I, I go back and watch that and go, holy smokes. Uh, you know, there, there's just a lot of different things that that we're not, we don't understand. We're, we're not inside that circle. Uh, but with that said, I mean, I could you if if they wanted to do if if they wanted to have I guess a, uh, here we go I'm putting up another plaque I'm gonna have plaques all over Cooperstown, uh, but if you put up if, what if you said what if you had a signage during the night you know the twenty or what what you know whatever it was during this era this was a illegal but common acceptance in Major League Baseball for these players. Therefore, maybe some of these numbers are, are a little tainted. I, I, I don't know. You, you, you know the verbiage. I mean, are you okay with that? I mean, I don't, need, I don't need the extra wing. I just say put them in. It was, it was part of the game, and, you know, that, that's where baseball was at the time. I mean, if you want to put a footnote in there, that's fine. I don't, I, I don't know. But I just I feel like that, you know, but that, that was part of the game. But 100 years from now, how, how do you teach people – when they walk through and go, man, look at those numbers. Those numbers went through the roof. A hundred years from now, how do you how do you teach those people that are going through the Hall of Fame as a visitor to let them understand how these numbers got to where they got to, and then how they got back to where they got to? Does that make sense? It does. I mean, again, we're talking about today, but we got to think in terms of. Fifty years from now, hundred years from now, two hundred years from now, when and how do we how do we learn about Babe Ruth and some of the antics that he did? Is it all documented in there? Hey, this was a, the greatest baseball player ever, but he did this. I mean, I, I I haven't been to Cooperstown, so I don't know. Maybe maybe it it does have a, a a footnote in there for him. But we learned it 
from our granddads and and their granddads mm-hmm. telling us the stories of you know it's how this point. guy was a you know not only a great baseball player but he was pretty colorful too. Yeah, great point. I mean, because there was not talk radio, uh, you know. Having this conversation when when it comes to Babe Ruth, in in a lot of the stuff that you know that you mentioned, most of that stuff, ninety nine percent of the stuff that he did, we don't know about. You know, I mean, again, there weren't cameras following him around twenty four seven. There, I, I don't think, uh, and, and certainly there wasn't talk radio. And there but there's some great stories about the, the oh, Babe. Absolutely, absolutely, uh, legendary stories. Are they all true? Well, you hope so. My <laughs> Lord, how about you today? Uh, I, I get your point. I don't know. I mean, you may be kind of changing my mind here a little bit. I, I was a vote no guy because they cheated. Uh, I mean, that's where baseball was at the time. That's why I don't have a problem with it. You know what? <laughs> and they got caught. Maybe they all cheated, and they were just the ones that got caught. No, I, don't I don't think know. they all did. I, I mean, obviously they all didn't. But I mean, I, 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 I think there I was. I mean, there was, <laughs> there was a lot. Yeah, there was a lot going on at that time. And, and you're right. Uh, management head in the sand. Oh, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. The Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa thing. Are you kidding me already? There was hundreds of reporters following those guys from city to city. Everything they did. That's exactly right. And, boy, was it great. That's exactly right. It, it, and it was. But when you say, when there's a guy that's hitting a handful, and then the next thing you know, he's, he's a record setter. I mean, don't you scratch your head just a little bit? Just a little? Well, yeah, I think you do. You know, I, but again... I, I put all three of those guys in. Sorry, I do. Okay, and, and that was the question. It's uh, eight sixteen. We're sixteen minutes after eight. Tell you what, let's do. Uh, tonight we mentioned Baylor and Kansas State. If you'd like to go, we've got two, not one, two family packs. Love to hear from you. Let's do it on the CNC Collision Center text line two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Text me. And I will and make you got to give me your name and a phone number. And the first two that text in, we're going to give you a family pack of four tickets. We're, we're going to we're sending eight people to the, ba- the the game tonight. If you'd like to go and, and don't win them if you can't use them. I mean, we want some folks to be able to enjoy the game tonight. Two, five, four, six, six, two, 1660 is our CNC collision center text line. If you would like to go to the game, I need two name. I, I need the first two. Send me your name and a cell phone number. And we will get you hooked up with those tickets from ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Dense fog and drizzle for a while today and eventually clearing skies as we hit the afternoon. High temperatures top out at 58 degrees. Clear skies tonight. We drop to 31 and tomorrow mix of sun and clouds. It's going to be cooler with a high near 50. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. 
Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back home in the Farrell Center Tuesday evening hosting the Kansas State Wildcats. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. It's a 7 p.m. tip-off Tuesday for Baylor K-State Big 12 Basketball. Baylor Big 12 Basketball with Pat and John. The Bears play here. ESPN Central Texas. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Searching for popular jewelry at affordable prices? Do yourself a favor and check out Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of men's and women's gold, silver, and stainless steel jewelry, including rings, necklaces, chains, bracelets, and earrings. Plus jewelry for the Western crowd and biker enthusiasts. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? Well, you don't have to. La Fiesta is hiring. Come join the family-owned and operated Best Mexican Restaurant in Waco, home of the famous Purple Margarita and famous Chili Con Queso. Join the La Fiesta family today. Great money and flexible with your schedule. Call us today at 254-292-2411 or come by 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. You can also apply online at LaFiesta.com. Be a part of the La Fiesta family. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. The Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, along with UBI Products and Republic Gun Club, are hosting a benefit fundraiser for Detective Michael Hutchinson on March 19th at the base at Extraco Event Center. Detective Hutchinson, a second-generation McLennan County law enforcement veteran, was diagnosed with a grade 4 glioblastoma and aggressive brain cancer. This benefit will help the family with medical expenses. Sponsorships are now available at Facebook Team Michael Hutchinson. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Winter is here again, oh Lord. I've been home and here above. I hope she holds on a little longer. It's 821. 
21 after 8. And congratulations to JR and to TJ. They're taking their families to the uh, basketball game. And Jay, hanging everybody. We'll get to you, I promise. Appreciate Jay checking in, trying to, to win some tickets as well this morning. All right, uh, 22 past 8. It's 822. Coming up tonight, as we mentioned, it is basketball. Baylor and Kansas State. And Scott Drew talking about uh, his rotation and, uh, you know, with with the injuries and, and everything that's going on and just what that means. And then he also talked about, uh, you know, a game of runs and in, in, in how basketball is a game of runs. Well, it's been, it's been more important for all the guys that are, that are still in the rotation, and then it's been important for the guys that we've added to the rotation, but especially the guys uh, uh, um, that have uh, – Kendall and Matt that have picked up the slack for Jeremy. I mean um, – Knock on wood, we've we've had foul trouble, but it's not like both of them have fouled out, and um, both of them have done a great job on the glass and defensively, um, and both of them have been offensively. Uh, uh, obviously, West Virginia Matt was really good, but uh, KB and, and and Matt have been very very good uh, uh, in all aspects of the game, with, with Jeremy being out and picking up for him. Talking about Matt Myers, Matt Myers in double figures the other day, and uh, and, and you know that's one of the things that we talked about, Ward is when you have guys that you depend on not available, other guys have got to step up if you're going to keep this thing rolling, and they have. And the flip side of that is when you get those guys back, you now have a, for lack of a better term, a more versatile team that you know guys can do different things and feel comfortable when asked to do them in pressure situations. Well, that's the depth that you talk about, a good team being able to have that depth. And if you – have guys that can step up in a needed position and maybe play out of position a little bit. Then when they get to their natural position, it gives you an upper hand, but also it gives you some flexibility. If you need to spare some minutes for a guy who's just trying to come back, it you can always put, you know, in a different situation or whoever it may be and be able to get those rested minutes where you're fresh down the stretch, uh, in, in which case you may not be because they're trying to come back from injury, and, you know, it, it takes a little bit of time. It, and you can do all the workouts you run you want. You can run all the lines you want. But basketball is a game of runs, just like Scott Drew said, and you've got to be with, with enabled to withstand those runs. And the only way that you can do that is getting into game shape. And the only way you can get into game shape is going up and down the floor. And, and you know, when they brought, when they brought Akinjo back the other day, and again, he played 30 minutes. But notice he played a lot at the two guard and not at the point. They left Flagler there. Why? First of all, they're comfortable with Flagler at the point guard now. I mean, and earlier in the year, it was it was James Akinjo that did you know that that took care of that business. But there's so much extra put on you when you're out on the point and bringing the you know you're the quarterback. You're you're the guy bringing the ball up. But they were incredibly comfortable with, with Flagler continuing to, to do that and, and Bonner and, and, you know, several others at, at uh, in allowing Akinjo just to play the basketball game. And that's the key thing. I think you hit it right on the head. You gave him an opportunity just to play the game, get his legs back underneath him, get used to the pace, and, and take a little bit of the pressure off to where he doesn't have to do too much. You, you don't want a guy coming back from injury or whatever the case may be thrown right into the fire trying to do too much let him you know get his feet wet and and, and let somebody else run it if you're capable of doing that mm-hmm. and for the beauty of scott drew and what they have going right now they're capable of doing that 
some teams wouldn't be in that position. If they had a, a point guard that, that's out, they don't have anybody that can step up and lead the team and, and run the offense the way it needs to be run and you be able to go to the number two and and kind of get into the flow of the game. You're thrown right back into the fire and sometimes that you know you see a guy come back and struggle a little bit after injury because of that fact that he's thrown right back into it. So whether a Kenjo plays tonight, I don't know. I mean, as we mentioned, he he went to the basket, made a big time layup, a layup that the Bears really needed at the time, but came down on that tailbone again and did not re-enter the game. I mean, he had to come out of the game. They had to help him off the floor. He came out of the game, and I think they put that heat wrap back on him. And so, what is his availability tonight? I don't know. And, and do you continue to sit him as long as you're able to to hang in there like you have been? I mean, it, look, I think it's kind of like with Sohan's ankle. I think only rest will tell, you know, where you go with this thing. Or is that a type of injury where, look, he's just going to have to play through it? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a great question. I don't know, you know, as as far as, you know, is it is it a, a bruised tailbone? Is it, you know, what the extent of the injury is? And sometimes, you know, when you get to those points, it's the pain threshold. Yeah. Can you withstand the pain and play through it? And, you know. Some, and be effective. And some guys can and some guys can't. So, right. it, you know, it, it just depends on the individual. It's not like, you know, a knee or an ankle or something like that that, you know, you you just can't play through that. Uh, I, I, I don't – but I don't know the extent of the injury. That's a great question. He, he was asked yesterday, Coach Drew was asked yesterday, if, if it's day-to-day. And he said, yeah, it continues to be day-to-day. And – and that's uh, for both Sohan and for uh, and for Akinjo. And again, so you you know, and they got to kind of know is to to see what. But I think they're comfortable with whatever the the case may be during those t- the two games at home. I think they were trying to figure out what they needed to do. And finally, Scott Drew and his staff said, "You know what? Let's prepare our basketball team as if these guys are not here." And let's get them. Let's get it figured out. And that's what they did. And I think that's why they get that thing fixed and got the corner turning. And, and kudos to those guys. I mean, they could have sat there. You know, hey, we got to get him back. We got to get him back. And no, let's let's figure out how to play without a Ken Joe and without Sohan. And let's go. How are we going to be effective? And what gives us what rotation and who does what gives us the best chance? Because we're asking guys to do different things. You know, and, and that's so. What what gives us the best chance to win? We're, you know, again, I think that's uh, that's a tip of the hat to to the, to Coach Drew and the staff, Coach Coach Tang and all of them, uh, for figuring out what uh, what's the best rotation, what's what pieces fit best together, and how do we go about it? And they've done it, and they've gone out and won basketball games again. Now, so again, it's tonight at six thirty for the pregame right here on ESPN Central Texas. Tip off at seven o'clock, Baylor. And Kansas State uh, look to hope to see you there. Now, latest on bracketology uh, came out yesterday, and the one I kind of keep I like to look at is Jerry Palm. I don't know about you. I mean, there's what five or six of them, Ward, uh, but I kind of look at Jerry Palm. I think it's pretty darn accurate. Uh, he's got four his four top four teams in the East: Kansas, in the Midwest: Auburn. That's new. Uh, in the West, Gonzaga, and in the South, Baylor. You good with that? All right, I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, 
But yeah, Auburn is now a a one seed as they are seven and zero in the SEC. Kansas at six and one in the Big Twelve. T- Baylor at five and two in the Big Twelve. Uh, and Gonzaga four and zero in the WAC or Western Athletic. Yeah, you know, not the WAC, but the uh, Western Collegiate Conference. So we'll uh, we'll see. But uh, yeah, those are the top four teams: Kansas, Auburn, Baylor, and Gonzaga. In no particular order, they're all ones. So. Uh, you know what? I no. I, I think I I think I just misspoke. I think uh, Kansas is probably the overall one right now, because there is an overall one seed, and it's it may be Kansas right now. But we got a long way to go. Uh, seven teams in the Big Twelve are scheduled to be in the dance. So today they had eight a week ago. I mean, and it still could end up that way when when you start looking at. RPI and strength of schedule and quad one wins. I mean, nobody has more quad one wins than Baylor at seven and one. I mean, my goodness. Uh, so this is uh, this is this is going to be fun down the stretch. Well, the only thing that's going to prevent it is if this conference does chew each other up like we think it has the possibility of doing. I mean, that you know, some of those bubble teams if they don't if they don't come through then they're going to find themselves on the outside looking in. Yeah, but I've seen this, and you have too, where when you're so good, there was a few years in baseball where they were so good, even when you were losing, your RPI was going up because the team you were losing to was so stinking good. Mm -hmm. You were growing in your RPI when your record was not. And that's that's a a very distinct possibility to have your, your RPI go up because of your strength of schedule is so stinking good. Your strength of schedule could go up because you're playing the Kansases and the Baylors and uh, of the world. And so that helps the the and, and the Techs of the world. I mean, that helps the the Kansas States and and the TCUs and the Texases right now to be playing those teams. I mean, even if they get beat, their RPI goes up because they're playing such high caliber teams with great strength of schedules and all that good stuff. I mean, it's it to me it's kind of a com- complicated process, but it's you know it's my schedule against your schedule against your opponent's schedule, and you know that's kind of how that works. And man, alive! It's uh, this league is just so stinking good right now. All right, it's uh, eight thirty-two. We're going to switch gears and we're going to talk about McLennan basketball. Uh, Highlanders and High Lassies had a stoppage for COVID, and of course holidays and all that, and they finally got going again. And boy, they're going pretty well. We'll talk to Ricky Rhodes, the McLennan High Lassies head basketball coach. We do it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I'm not saying he hasn't been critical of coaches at times, but for him to be that overt, you know, saying it's a pet peeve, it seems to be almost a direct reaction to what Mike McCarthy was saying the other day, like, hey, we're going to work on this in the offseason. Oh, this is going to be something we did get done. Well, he didn't like hearing that. Jerry didn't, and he was pretty direct with it. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The Waco Convention Center is turning 50 years old this year. Nearly everyone in Waco has attended an event at the Waco Convention Center at some point in their life. The Waco Convention Center's 50th anniversary celebration is Wednesday, January 26th from 3 to 6 p.m. and it's open to the public. It's a come-and-go reception with a special presentation at 4 o'clock. To share your memories and photos of your special events or for more information, please visit WacoCC.com or go to their Facebook page. RSVP today. 
If you're an employer and you want to win the competition for good employees, you need the right package of benefits. You know, one of the biggest things that employers have to be mindful of is attracting talent. Hurley Benefit Services President Michael Hurley. And today, we all know that uh, talent is harder to find and harder to keep than ever before. And there are studies out there that show it, that employees have actually left one employer for another not because they pay better, but because their benefit package was more beneficial. And that's where we come in to help, is to make that benefit package affordable, valuable, and to attract and retain the talent that you have. And I really have been able to help people. Hurley Benefit Services stands alone in the industry in offering unique, cost-saving health coverage for employers and their employees. Set a no-cost, no-obligation appointment with Hurley Benefit Services to find out more. Hurley Benefit Services is locally owned and they're online at hurleybenefitservices.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y benefitservices.com. Helmet Aerospace in Waco has been employing people in the Waco area for nearly 50 years. Now is the time to join their team with current openings in packaging, shipping, production, engineering, machining, quality, supply chain, and sales offering excellent starting pay, benefits from the day you start, and advanced opportunities. Apply now at howmet.com slash Waco Careers. Howmet Aerospace on Imperial Drive in Waco. Apply today. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. Representatives for baseball players and owners met for more than two hours yesterday trying to find common ground on a new collective bargaining agreement. Talks are expected to continue later this week. The Baseball Writers Association reveals its Hall of Fame votes tonight. Alex Rodriguez is on the ballot for the first time, while Barry Bonds and Roger Clements appear on the ballot for the last time. Dick Vitale will not return to ESPN broadcast the rest of the season. He is under doctor's orders to rest his vocal cords ahead of surgery to treat dysplasia and ulcerated lesions. The Baylor men host Kansas State tonight for a 7 o'clock tip-off. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back in. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us as we roll through a Tuesday morning. We're joined now by Ricky Rhodes, the head basketball coach of the McLennan High Lassies as they win last night, 73-36. Rick, first of all, good morning. Appreciate your time. Hey, morning, fellas. Thanks for having me on. Hey, that's a great tune right there, Thompson Twins. (laughs) You want a a gig spinning records down the hall? We got a radio station. (laughs) No, I'm going to stick with basketball. I'm going to stick with basketball. I got you. Hey, Rick, talk a little bit about – about this whole this whole season, this has been. I mean, you, you had the Christmas break, then you come back, and there's a COVID. You've played what four games since early December? Um, you know, when we went on that, when we thought we played, uh, we thought we was on the right track at the beginning of the year, and then you know that's that juco thing. We give the kids twenty some days off, and when we came back, you know, we forgot that you know these kids when they go home, you know, they doing anything and everything. And we, you know, it should have been on my head that, hey, let's make sure we're being safe. And we had a couple of kids that tested positive. I tested positive myself. And so, um, but you know, we had, it's just what it is. I mean, this is today's living style that we have to get used to 
until we can find a cure for the pandemic. But, you know, we're just going to go out there and try to play games. Talk a little bit about since getting back into a flow. I mean, uh, you started with you, – you got back going to Temple and a, a tough overtime loss then. But since then, a huge win over Collin and nice win over Ranger and double overtime, and then you go to Southwest. It, it, do you feel like you're kind of getting your stride back? Well, you know, uh, Tom, we were just trying to worry about that first game against Temple. You know, we didn't know what the kids' condition was going to be like. And so we were just trying to just stay tough, stay close, get the game closed. And we gave ourselves a chance. That's the only thing we can say. We gave ourselves a chance, had a chance to win it, win in the regulation. But now I think we are starting to get it. You know, we don't have days to make corrections. So you got to play a game, maybe one day of practice, get ready for the next day. And so uh, we're starting to hit it. I think our defense has been the key for us. We've been able to get down and be gritty, grimy, and make it tough for the opponents to score. Um, and and I'll, I think our offense will come eventually. But as long as we got defense, we give ourselves a chance. How important is that to be able to understand that you've got to be able to, especially when you're trying to get your legs back underneath you, get back into playing shape during game times, to be able to play that defense, be consistent on that side of it, and just let the offense come naturally. You know, that's you know, I think a lot of times these kids, all they want to do is play offense, but now they're starting to see that we don't have our legs. You know, and shooting is like baseball. You got to have legs to pitch, and you got to have legs to shoot. So we're just preaching, hey, just be solid on the defensive end, keep them in front, contain, block, and rebound. We give us, you know, that's the thing you got to do. They get one shot at this. If they can't score in one shot in 30 seconds, then we can go on offense and we'll slow the game down until eventually our condition come and then we'll start making shots. we got some kids that can score. Rick, you're playing, you're going to get into a groove uh, where it's three, like you mentioned, it's three games a week to try to get some of these games made up. Uh, do you feel comfortable right now, today, with with your rotation and, and, and how it looks and how it's producing? You know, right now we do. Uh, you know, we we played last Monday. We had Tuesday to practice, played Wednesday, had two days to recover, and played Saturday. So that's where our next two weeks are. Uh, we just got to trust our bench. You know, Tom, that's the key. You know, we bring in these kids. They want to play. All we have to do is just be solid. Don't do anything to hurt the team, but do stuff to help the team. It's not always scoring. And a lot of kids, a lot of times these kids want to try to score. Hey, just go get me a rebound. Don't let loose ball. And, you know, and plus kids don't like to practice. If y'all come watch practice, they don't want to practice. They just want to play games. So it may be to our benefit that, hey, let's just go play games. Is this like a WNBA type type schedule now for, for the kids? For right now, for the next two weeks. You know, we play uh, tomorrow. We go to Cisco. And then on Saturday we have Grayson. Next Monday we have Hill. <laughs> home. Then we got to go Hill. And then I got two games against Weatherford. So it's an NBA style. You go into class and let's go play basketball. How important is it for them to understand the rotation that you're trying to do, not only because of you're trying to get fits, but also trying to get, as we talked earlier, the legs underneath them to where they can shoot the basketball? Well, I think they understand because, you know, it's an opportunity for those that didn't get to play much. Here's my chance. Here's my opportunity to help the team. And so now they're starting to pick it up. They're starting to have a little more confidence, and they got that little swag about them. And then our starters know that our bench can help us. So if we can just keep this momentum going, we're going to be fine. We'll be fine. Does that help your team, that internal competition? Oh, yes. You know, you know how kids are. It's like who's, who's going to be the alpha dog and then go from there. So uh, as long as we keep – as long as they keep buying in, listen to what the game plan is, we'll, we'll do fine. 
is is thinning the starters' minutes? I mean, is could that be beneficial in March? Yes, sir. You know how it is. You know, the longest they get a chance to rest and get their legs, we can go down and make some noise. And it's just about now getting confidence. One game at a time. Hey, we take it. If it's 47-47 and we get the last shot and we win, we'll win low-scoring games. If it's 80-80, we'll win. But the starters know that they need their teammates to step up. Hey, Rick, man, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Uh, and I know it's uh, I know it's a hectic time for you guys, uh, both on the men's and the women's side. And uh, I've been uh, I was talking with Coach Trocom the other day, and we were just talking about just the just try to get this all put together and 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 get out there and do it. And it sounds like you guys are off and running. And a, a three and one mark in your in your conference right now, you got to be pretty pleased. We're pretty pleased right now. We're never satisfied. We're going to keep grinding it out, Tom. Uh, these kids going to come back. They will come back today. We'll watch some game tape. We'll do some stuff to get ready for Cisco. But they know that we can control our own destiny by going out and competing every night. And that and that's the key. You know, you go out there and compete. I'm watching Texas Tech and Kansas last night, double overtime. And if you're watching co- college games now, it's teams playing. They're competing. They're giving their, they're giving their stuff a chance to win ball games. And that's the way it's going to be because it's conference time. There's a lot of things at stake here. And we, we're not talking about just finishing the top four. We want to win a conference title, and that's our expectations. Rick, as always, it's a pleasure, man. We appreciate your time today. Thanks so much. Hey, thanks, fellas. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Ricky Rhodes, the head coach of the McLennan High Lassies. 843. We're 17 away from 9 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Glad to have you with us as we uh, move through a Tuesday morning. Again, uh, don't forget uh, – Coming up this afternoon at 3 o'clock, it'll be the John Morris Show. And John is going to have Lon Kruger uh, on the program. And they're going to talk about coaches against cancer. And they'll do that today uh, on the program. Uh, We are brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Your friend of the car business. Thanks to to Ted Teague and his staff for sponsoring the program. And this month, it's all about the championship drive. You know, uh, hometown team celebrated a uh, Big 12 Conference championship and a Sugar Bowl championship and so can you with a, a new vehicle from Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, and Waco. During the uh, Start Something New sales event, shop for power, performance, and re- re- reliability from our selection on the new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Edition. And if you're uh, planning your uh, your next adventure, you need to you need to choose Ram and and choose uh, and choose a great uh, or a great Jeep uh, from. Uh, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. The 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee, you could take that bad boy home as well. Check out those vehicles and all the other great vehicles that they've got going on at Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. They're at 201 West Loop 340. Here's a phone number. If you got a question, you're saying, hey, can you help me find a Ram, and I want it chartreuse in color. Uh, they may not have that particular truck color on the lot, but I guarantee you Ted Teague and his staff can locate it for you. So call them, 772-1000. That's 772-1000. Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, or online at alansamuelsdcj.com. Recently on Game Time, from Blog of the Boys in ESPN San Antonio, R.J. Achoa. 
it's difficult to say anything other than that stems from Mike McCarthy. You know, Mike McCarthy even said they were up against more than just the 11 guys out there on the other side of the field. And so I put, you know, the lion's share of blame on him. But I also, I mean, obviously it goes on the players. And I think a lot of Cowboys fans who don't want to come to terms with is it's their fault. They're not good enough. They were not good enough. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. You have important reasons to stay healthy, your family, your work, your hobbies. If you have prediabetes, now is the time to make preventing type 2 diabetes a priority. The Health 360 program can help. With a trained lifestyle coach, you'll learn how to make the changes you need to live a healthier life. Type 2 diabetes is serious and preventable. Call 254-750-5435 to enroll now. Classes begin online February 8th. That's 254-750-5435. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254 730 Roof at 730 7663. Putting your roof above everything else. Representatives for baseball players and owners met for more than two hours yesterday trying to find common ground in a new collective bargaining agreement. Talks are expected to continue later this week. The Baseball Writers Association reveals its Hall of Fame votes tonight. Alex Rodriguez is on the ballot for the first time, while Barry Bonds and Roger Clements appear on the ballot for the last time. Vic Vitale will not return to ESPN broadcast the rest of the season. He is under doctor's orders to rest his vocal cords ahead of surgery to treat dysplasia and ulcerated lesions. The Baylor men host Kansas State tonight for a 7 o'clock tip-off. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. What's up? There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. All right, take 49. Love it away from 9 o'clock. Welcome back in. Time for the grab bag. And, and, and Ward, let's start with this little note. 
not a little note in College Station, I wouldn't think. But five-star linebacker Harold Perkins decommitted from Texas A&M yesterday. Perkins is the number four prospect overall in the 2022 class at that outside linebacker position out of Cypress High School down in Cypress, uh, Cypress Park, rather, in Cypress, Texas. Uh, I mean, he just committed the other day when he played in the Under Armour game, right? And, and now he's decommitted. Where – and look, he has every right to do whatever he wants to. He needs to be comfortable, and and it needs to be the right place for him. It's his education. It's his playing career. I mean, I get all of that, but wow, I mean, uh, that that's a that's a blow to to A and M, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not something that you want to have happen. I mean, you you get one of your top prospects to commit to you, and then all of a sudden they they change your mind uh immediately so I, I i don't know i don't know what happened i mean i don't know if it's something that he thought that that was the path he wanted to take or somebody made a phone call after he committed and said hey wait a minute what are you doing here i i don't know it's very strange to have it happen that rapidly well he, he took a visit to florida with new coach billy napier and came away impressed and you know, so is this the new shiny thing? I mean, I, I don't know. We're talking about kids now making decisions and, and that there, are long term. Therein lies the problem. So, I, I don't and, know. And you say long term. Well, now with the, with the transfer portal, it's there you not. Go. Yeah, you're right. Uh, rent a player <laughs> or pay a player to College rent a football player. Football free agency. That's exactly right. Between NIL and and the uh, opportunity to. Uh, transfer like and that. and that may have been it he may have went to florida and somebody you know one of the alumni said hey you come here here's your nil deal okay never mind yeah. him i mean that's the danger of this well i agree i mean it's it's you know are we bidding and bargaining for for players on a yearly basis you know you got guys well they, they can bail have you know didn't 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 get what i wanted i'm out of here got a better nil deal here i'm going now, on, on a different front, th- th- from the uh, Greg Tepper, who's on this program every week, Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, yeah, he tweeted out that the uh, UIL Texas High School Football State Championship Games at AT&T Stadium last week drew 220,555 combined fans. That's a lot of folks watching Texas schoolboy football. You think? <laughs> Kind of an understatement there, Tom. Little, averaging a little over 18,000. And remember, you have morning games. You ha- And this includes the six-man games where you're in you know smaller communities. Uh, it's pretty darn impressive. Pretty darn impressive what, uh, what, what, uh, what Texas high school football has meant to this, uh, this state. All right. You, you mentioned the number. That's an average of 18,362 mm-hmm. per game. And seven of those games had more fans in attendance than the entire population of the combined towns. Not one of them, the combined towns. How about that? You just mentioned six men. Mm-hmm. Westbrook and May. Mm-hmm. The attendance for that game, 3,921. The combined population of those two towns? Yeah. Combined. Combined. 529. How about that? <laughs> How about that? How great is that? They could have traveled together, couldn't they? <laughs> Unbelievable. So there's 530 people in the town and, and 3,000 at the football game. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Pretty good stuff. Uh, it's, is there another state 
where it's this important? I mean, I know they play great football in Florida. I know they play great football in California, Pennsylvania, uh, Oklahoma. Yeah, I would love to know their attendance. I don't think it even comes close to it, AT&T Stadium. Not in California. I mean, they, you know what? Where they play a lot of games on Saturday. In fact, there's a lot of volunteer coaching still going on in California. And I know they still have some pay for play. If you want to play, you got to buy your own equipment. I mean, it's not like here. No, uh, it, it's it's now not. there's great players, but it's it's totally not like like here. But is but also no- the UIL hit a home run putting it at AT and T Stadium. Yeah, and, and and I know I've I've got mixed emotions about that because I like the two coaches being able to decide where they're going to play, when they're going to play, oh, who's going to officiate the game. I like that. I like again. There's not a six-man coach on the yep, planet that old. would play on Wednesday. Who would play on Wednesday by Cheers. choice? <laughs> Nobody. To play at AT&T Stadium and be on the biggest stage, I, I don't think they have a problem with it. And, and you've mentioned it even going back to setting up some playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, they they start aligning themselves. If they're going to play a Thursday morning game, they start aligning themselves to play on Thursdays just to get used to – That's the rotation. Have the rotation in there. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I get that. And but, kids are resilient. No, I mean, I it doesn't bother them. But I, I I mean, I look at the baseball championships and you're playing at 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning yeah. on, on a Wednesday. You're like, okay, biggest game of the kids' life. Let's go play midweek, early morning, right after school got out, you know, <laughs> where they're normally sleeping till lunch. Uh, I, I, I don't know. It, but there's benefits to it by putting it all in the one place. And, and you just saw it, 220,000 uh, in, in attendance. That's crazy. So. Jerry made him some more money, didn't he? He selling, did selling some concessions. But I, I will say, I, it, it is the. I think it's the perfect location. I mean, we've seen it. They tried to go to Houston and because it didn't of a work. conflict at AT and T. They went to. And I was going to ask you about that. That did not fly like AT and T. It did not. Not even close. No. I I did the six A championship game there, and it was not even, not even half of what you have at AT and T for whatever reason. It just wasn't. All right. Uh, real quick, and then we got to go. So let's see if we've resolved all this. So you're saying Aaron Rodgers' saga will continue on. Uh, you're saying Sean Payton's not coming to the Cowboys. You're putting all three of those Major League Baseball players in the Hall of Fame, uh, whether they cheated or not. Good grief. <laughs> you're just uh, – is there anything else? Did I leave anything else out? Uh, no, you bingoed. Okay. All right. So you, you got all those. Don't forget, we got basketball tonight. 6.30 for the pregame, 7 o'clock tip, Baylor and Kansas State. Uh, and uh, John is coming up at 3 this afternoon, as we mentioned, Lon Kruger again on the program talking about coaches against cancer. And then, of course, at 4 o'clock this afternoon, it is Matt Mosley. Thanks for being a part of the program. Thanks for listening. Thanks for winning those basketball tickets and the gift certificate to to Northern Tool. All that fun stuff happened in a two-hour window right here on Game Time from ESPN Central Texas. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday, February 3rd, and hear from men's tennis coach Michael Woodson and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal windows.
here and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, February 6th and Sunday, February 7th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. Variety at the show is extensive, and oftentimes if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show. More than just guns, you'll find ammo, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, February 5th, 9 to 5, February 6th, from noon to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. How are you feeling today? More than an empty question, it's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need. Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. At Ascension Providence, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety and our care. Ask about virtual visits. The ER at Ascension Providence Hospital is open 24-7. Get the care you need at GetProvidenceCare.com. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include one meat plate with two sides for only $7.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday, and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. If you have a business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something, then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on T-shirts.